Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, weekly doses of language learning tips and motivation to help you become fluent in any language. With me, Ollie Richards. Hello. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Thank you for joining me. Uh, if you're learning a foreign language, you're in the right place. Congratulations for, for finding this podcast. Uh, twice a week, I give you short episodes with ideas, thoughts, and um, some provocative opinions on language learning with the aim of making you a better language learner so that you can learn by yourself, which is the ultimate aim. I've uh, I've been doing a lot of writing recently. I, I've mentioned before that I'm working on a new, a new book about French, um, and it is for complete beginners. And it's the, the first book in a new series, actually, which, uh, which are aimed at complete beginners to a language. Because I'm a big fan of quantity over quality at the beginning. The idea being that the most effective way to start learning a new topic is to get, get get as much information as you can about that topic, prime your brain, understand the kind of landscape that you're looking at, and then after that you start studying in more depth, but you're not coming at things new for the first time. You're not following the kind of evening school approach of kind of waiting for a year and a half until the teacher decides to introduce the, the subjunctive to you, you know, you kind of already have a, an inkling of what that is, because it's much easier to understand new linguistic concepts when you can relate them to other things. Whereas if you're just trying to piece, build one block on top of the next, you know, you, you're kind of fumbling around in the dark without knowing the other things that are out there. So, so I think that applies to everything except pronunciation, where with pronunciation is important to get it perfect from the start. Um, and so this new book series is basically all about giving you a complete overview of the basics of the language that you can read in a week or two, very quickly, which gives you the kind of shortcut through the beginner stages. And um, anyway, first, French is the first book in the series. I've been working hard at writing over the last few weeks, which has been really fun, actually, because I, I've not been doing a great deal of writing recently. And to kind of wake up every morning and put my thoughts down on paper and articulate it in the, the kind of best way I know how has been very, very satisfying. So I look forward to releasing the book. It's almost ready for just putting some final touches to it. You'll be the first to know when it does come out. I'd like to thank the wonderful sponsors of the show. One of the things I recommend to anybody when they're first learning a new language is to start speaking fairly early on so that you beat that fear of interacting with native speakers and you start to articulate and express yourself with your new new words and phrases and grammar that you're learning and i recommend that you get your teachers at italki because you have native speakers from all over the world and they are on call well they're not on call all the time you have to schedule the lessons but it's uh, you can do it from the comfort of your own home and to get a free lesson from italki you can go to i will teach forward slash free lesson now today's a solo episode and i want to talk about um a conversation that I've been having with a friend of mine, Jeremy, who's learning Spanish. And uh, we were chatting the other day and he was explaining his situation, uh, where he's at with his Spanish and what he wants to achieve. And I was giving him some some ideas and some advice. And as, as we were talking about this, I thought um, that it would be very interesting to make this into a podcast episode because I think there are a lot, it's, a, it's, a, it's sometimes it's interesting just to look at different perspectives and sometimes a different perspective can whether or not it's relevant to you immediately 
can be quite educational, I think, in terms of your own thought process, the way that you think about your own language study. So Jeremy's situation is that he, he lives in, in, uh, in Mexico. He's married to a Mexican uh, lady who also uh, who speaks English very well. Jeremy's Spanish is great. I mean, we've we've met before. He he speaks really good Spanish, but he's got himself into a little bit of a, a rut in the sense that you know he's been doing the same thing for quite some time, and he is ambitious. He's a very smart guy. He wants to improve his Spanish. He wants to take it up uh, to the next level. And so he was asking, well, you know, what do you think? What are your thoughts on how I on how I do this? So I I asked him, you know, what he tends to do with uh, with his, with his Spanish, and he told me that. Well, he said, well, I I work with Spanish speakers. I mean, my work itself is in English, but I work with Spanish speakers, and so I'll often kind of grab a quick a quick conversation um, with uh, in Spanish with the people that I work with, and and so I'll chat a little bit of Spanish. And then, you know, sometimes I'll, I will kind of read, read, um, listen to a podcast or something, maybe read a, a blog article about, about, uh, about nutrition, which is the, the thing that he's most interested in. And, and that's what he, he does. Now, he all, but he also said that, like, you know, my Spanish is stagnating. It hasn't been improving so much. Cause what can I do to really take it up to the next level? We've all fi- found ourselves in this situation, right? We've been, we kind of got into a habit of studying in a, in a particular way. And before we know it, you know, six months or a year has gone by. We're still kind of doing the same old things. And surprise, surprise, we're not seeing much results. And so the challenge I gave to, to Jeremy, what I, what I said to him was, look, you, you are good at Spanish. Learning is not your problem. You know, you're a smart guy. You can, you're perfectly capable of, of improving your Spanish given the right situation, you just need to put yourself in that situation. And so I challenged him to do something completely different from what he's normally doing. And this is the conversation that, that, that ensued was very, was, was good because it kind of not only, I think, raised his awareness of the fact that he had been doing the same old things day after day, week after week, but it also got him excited about trying something different. And so after he explained to me what he'd been doing, the way that he's been speaking Spanish, which was essentially as and when, is how I can best describe that. You know, it's as and when he has the opportunity, five minutes here and there, snatching a bit of practice whenever the opportunity um, arises. That's pretty much how he was doing things. So I said, right, let's change things up completely. What I want you to do now is not rely on your environment to give you bits of practice here and there, but start to control your environment and organize your environment so you can get the learning you need. I said, rather than kind of snatching little bits of speaking practice here and there, quick conversations in the office, instead what I want you to do is actually devote proper time to speaking. So it's not five minutes where you can kind of muddle through and then, and then you know, it's over. Instead, to have a dedicated hour to speaking with somebody who will not speak to you in English. And then you have to push yourself and stretch yourself in that hour to, to, to get, you know, to talk about what you want to talk about, to express yourself, to, to, to get tired and have to push through it. Nevertheless, there's a world of difference. I think between a quick five minute conversation with somebody and then having to sit down for an hour and have an intelligent discussion. It's so different because when you're having that intelligent discussion, 
even if it's not intelligent, whatever kind of discussion, even if, whenever you're, when you're having that conversation, you inevitably run into brick walls. You find ways that you can't quite express yourself properly or you get tired and you just start to forget things. That's precisely the point at which you have to keep going because that's how you get out of your comfort zone and, and, and increase your, your competence and your strength in, in the language. So what I asked Jeremy to do was to arrange for two, at least two or three sessions a week of one hour where he would, uh, and I said, just get one of those people that you normally chat to in the office and buy them a coffee or buy them a dinner, buy them dinner after work. And instead sit down and say, right, we're going to speak Spanish for an hour. And it's quite a simple change to make, but it makes all the difference in terms of language because now you're not just getting through that quick conversation but you're actually having to really confront your weaknesses and he takes him he, he jeremy takes action he's an action taker and so after we had that conversation that same that, that same afternoon he, he sent me a picture of him sitting in a cafe uh, with a spanish-speaking colleague and he said like right after we talked ollie i went and i had that conversation for an hour and he said you know i can feel the challenge you know, I can feel the, I can feel myself pushing my level and expanding my, my what I'm comfortable doing. And so he started doing that straight away and he's now going to aim for two or three of those sessions a week. And I'm, you know, I'm, I know for a fact that very quickly he's going to start to see some big results because he's just doing something that he hasn't been doing, doing something totally different. And when you do something that's hard, that's, when sometimes you find that's often when you get the results, right? When you're pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. The other thing I said to him was that, okay, you are at a, a you know, decent intermediate level and you do read stuff in Spanish, which is great. But really, just like how, what we spoke about in the previous uh, episode, when I was talking to William about how to, how to take his French from the kind of 60, 70% level up to the, the 90, 100% level, you know, you need to surround yourself with good quality language. And so my advice to Jeremy was that, okay, you've got lots of, you you have time, you have dead time during your day when you can, when you've got breaks. And like normally Jeremy was taking those breaks and using those breaks to get five minutes of Spanish speaking practice. But what I said to him was, okay, well, instead of doing that, why not see all of these five, ten minute breaks throughout the day as a complete hour over the course of the day and plug that time instead with reading. Get a book in Spanish that's a, on something that you you enjoy. Uh, I think he, he, I suggested getting something on nutrition or something, but actually he went out and bought my, my book of uh, Spanish short stories for intermediate learners, which is uh, available on Amazon. And he, I think he got that on his Kindle straight away and he started reading it. So... Obviously, I was happy with that. I thought that was a great, <laughs> great idea. And uh, and so I said, right now, your only aim, apart from your three speaking sessions a week, your only aim now is to read a book over the course of a week. So when you've got five minutes free, open the book, keep reading. If you've got half an hour free, read. Keep it really simple. But by doing all of that reading, you're getting quality input, which you're not really getting from like those quick conversations and the occasional ad hoc podcast or something. You know, when you read a book, 
over time and you keep it up, you're ex- you're just getting quality language. You're you're learning useful vocabulary. You're exposing yourself to well written, articulate sentences, and uh, so that combined with the speaking, I suggested to him was the way to to really push himself up to the next level because it's everything that he's not doing at the moment. It's taking these kind of ad hoc conversations and and, and reading and then making it structured and disciplined so that it pushes him beyond uh, what he is, what he normally does. So it's early days. We only talked about this a couple of days ago. Um, so I, what, I'm, what I might do is ask Jeremy to come on the podcast a couple of months from now to see to see uh, where where that actually took him. But hopefully what I've described here will get you to reflect a bit on your own learning and look back on what you've been doing for the last month, three months, six months or, or longer and perhaps identify areas where you are not, you haven't been working to your full potential. Areas where you could push yourself more. I don't know, get yourself into trouble. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if you you only have short conversations, have long in-depth conversations where you're forced to make it through that hour. You know, if you if you, uh, if you struggle to read stuff in depth, then dive in and do it every day, you know? Looking for these opportunities and looking for ways to get out of our comfort zone and our routines and our habits is uh, extremely powerful. So I hope that was a, a useful diatribe for you hopefully that's given you uh, a bit of inspiration or at least caused you to reflect on your learning if, if we've done that then uh, i feel like i've done my job so um there you go if you'd like to ask me a question you can go to i will teach you a language.com forward slash ask to leave a message there also if you've been enjoying the podcast why not leave a rating and review i can think of lots of reasons why not it takes a bit of time it's a hassle but if you've got a few minutes free, I'd really appreciate it because it helps other people find the podcast as well. So you can get out your iPhone or open up iTunes on your computer, uh, type in I Will Teach You a Language to the search bar, click on it, click on leave a rating and review, and whatever. If it's a one-star, Ollie rambles too much and it's a waste of time, that's fine. Leave the review. If it's a, a three-star, sometimes occasionally useful when he's concentrating type review that's fine too or if it's a five star i love it and i come back every week that would be obviously great as well i would really appreciate a a review very much your challenge right now is to go to the show notes and tell me what today's episode has uh provoked in your mind tell me what opportunities or thoughts you've had about your learning that you think could be improved Hopefully there's something. Hopefully you can identify one potential side of your learning that you've been neglecting. Please go to IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash episode 218 and let me know what that is in the comments. Once again, that's IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash episode 218. Go down to the comments section. Leave me a a note with the, the, the aspect of your language learning that you think you've maybe been a little bit lazy about i'm going to look at all the comments i reply to all the comments on the blog so i'm looking forward to receiving yours see you next week 
Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. You know, one of the questions I get asked most often about language learning is how to improve your memory. Because things get so much easier when you learn new words and you don't forget them later in conversation when you really need them. So what I decided to do was to put together a, a, a short email course. It's a three-part email course over three days that teaches you my favorite techniques for memorizing vocabulary and actually putting that vocabulary into your long-term memory. It's a short course, three days, it's completely free. And if you'd like to sign up for it, please go to IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash free memory course. 